Anyways, hey y'all and welcome to Girl Talk Let's Talk, season two, second episode. And today we are talking about love. To infinity and beyond. Yes, to infinity and beyond. But in reference to Valentine's Day, which was Tuesday, um, we're going to be talking about love. And, you know, we got our little pink on. (laughs) Yes. Sorry, y'all. We were supposed to be on that three. Please forgive us. We're going to get better. I promise the season is not starting off like we wanted to. But we're going to get better. We just... We got life. Bear with us, please. Yes, so we're not gonna use that as an excuse. We're gonna get better. We gotta we're gonna do better. Um, our main thing, I think, right now is we got some scheduling conflicts. But after, um, we're gonna try to figure everything out as far as scheduling and get. And it's gonna by next week. We we're gonna make a promise. You know, we're gonna say we'll see. We're gonna have a you know better schedule by next week. Right. And let you guys know. Right. I what I really want to do is I want to get it set back to our Thursdays because our Thursdays work perfect for everyone. Yes. So I want to get it set back to our Thursdays. So I'm gonna have to tweak my schedule just a little, which is fine. I can try to see if I can finesse it to get my schedule tweaked, um, just so we can get back in there on Thursdays because I feel like consistency is the key. Definitely. And when we have a consistent day, then we can continue to build. Our yes. platform how we want it and um continue to bring y'all great content and i know y'all don't want to miss it so you know you don't want to see this beautiful girl every every thursday and then yeah it's unfair to us to you know kind of switch things and days you know i know how i am i love tv and i'm the type of person like i know abbott every abbott is coming on every wednesday or real housewives of potomac they coming on every sunday so i would be mad if i'm like why they ain't come on? So we want to get y'all that same kind of thing. Right, right. So I do apologize. We do apologize. We are going to get better. Um, thank you for everyone who does follow us and who keeps up with us. And we see you on every live. We see you, your comments and all that. So we just want to say thank you. And continue to follow us. I promise you we going to. We're going to get this thing right. <laughs> we are. So, I guess I'll start off this podcast with... I love you, Brie. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, we decided we want to do... I hope, well, hopefully everybody has so like, a good Valentine's Day. Um, me and Brie spent Valentine's Day together mm-hmm. <laughs> at work. Um, but we, it was a good Valentine's Day. I felt so much love for me personally, for my family. Like my, my mom actually came into my job on last Sunday and started my Valentine's Day week early and gave me my present and my brother took me out to dinner and I didn't have a Valentine per se. Um, but my family just showed me so much love. Oh, that's so sweet. I love them. How was yours? Um, well, so for my Valentine. I um I worked my full-time job, then I got off my full-time job, and then I went to my part-time job, and I worked there. Um, we did like a, we did a speed dating event for the yeah. first time, and it was an awesome turnout, you know, we had a great outcome, and um, I met some new people at the bar, we laughed, we danced, we had a good time, we sang, like... It was a good, good Valentine for me. 
I didn't have a Valentine, and that's fine. I don't care about having one or not, but I didn't have a Valentine. I didn't get any special gifts, but that's okay, because I did get myself something. Period. So, what's better than um, getting your getting a gift and getting yourself some diamonds? So. Ooh. Oh, you got diamonds. I did. I brought myself some diamonds. See, I mean, oh man, a Bobby nothing. Yeah. That's right. I got I it. it. I got I it in it. the bag. <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. I, I just bought myself makeup, like some makeup stuff. I had needed to re up on a lot of my stuff. I went to Sephora. I was like, oh, still it with the love. So I bought myself this little diamond necklace. It's like a heart pendant, oh, and when okay. it opens up, it has a picture of my grandmother in it. So. Oh. Yeah. I love that. Cause her one year was like a couple, like two weeks ago. Yeah, I love that. Like this weekend would have been the weekend we um we did her funeral on the fifth on the fifteenth. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Well, that's really sweet. I love that. Okay. Oh, the best gift from the heart. You know what you like, so you don't have to worry about somebody giving you something that you don't like. Absolutely. And I was looking at that tote bag that um Mark Jacobs just, oh, just put out that pink that cotton candy pink oh, one. I see so pretty. Did you see the Brahmin pink purse Mm-mm. that they did? They're, I don't know if it's a Valentine's Day edition or what, but it's like a this a bubblegum pink Brahmin purse. It's so pretty. Mm. So pretty. I'm like trying to chill out on purses. Right yeah, now. I might have to um put an order in. Yeah. <laughs> put an order in for real. So let me ask you this. Okay, so our topic love to infinity and beyond. And we kind of, I put past, present, and future on the flyer because I think love is a living thing obviously and it just changes so like when I I remember you know like when I was when we were like at high school or middle school we were like I love him and then now you're like girl you didn't love it man you didn't even know what love was (laughs) and it's like present so like you know I think the evolution of love so for me like in the past I look at my love and I felt like love was having someone that needed me Mm-hmm. So I always look to love in a sense of like, like someone that didn't have something financial or wasn't like whole. And so I felt like, oh, if they need me, then they'll love me. If they need me, then mm-hmm. that's how I know that I love them because of that thing. And that is a bad recipe. It is. That's it recipe is. for disaster. Only because like... And of course, in a relationship, you want to need each other, or not, not just like a sexual relationship or a romantic relationship, but like a friendship relationship, yeah. a work relationship, you know, siblings, families, cousins, whatever. You know, you never want the other person to need you more than you need them. That's true. And you never want to need someone more than they need you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's supposed to be like an equal thing. So excuse me. So if you're if you feeling like, oh well, if this person needs me, then they love me. Then that's not the right type of love you want because mm-hmm. you don't want a, a love that oh well when I need you I love you, but when I don't need you it's like who's well, you? Yeah, you know yeah we we don't want that. We so, kicking them out. Yeah. So how would you say as far as like past? Like your past relationships, friendships. How would you <coughs> define your what love was for you? Um, I too suffer with the same problem you talked about, especially like the um, I want to say well, I guess I'd say second because. 
The very first guy that I dated um, was my senior year in high school, second semester senior year. Okay. He had already graduated. Um, he was like 23, I was 18. Okay. And um, we met because we went to the same church. Nice. When I tell you, stand-up gentleman, like, he had a job. He worked hard. He helped take care. Like, his dad's a firefighter. His mother, um, she worked at the library. And she was a real sweet lady. His family was very sweet. His sisters, I love them. They all love me, you know. Um, he was a real stand-up guy, like a real stand-up gentleman. Like, I never had to ask for anything because he was, he was always providing. He was a, a true provider. Okay. And, like, in high school, like, everybody thought, like, oh, y'all going to get married, da da because he was just that great of a guy. But then I let people get in my head. And I truly did love him, you know. It, it wasn't because... He needed something for me or I needed something for him. It was just like we just really clicked well together and we kind of like matched each other. You know, I worked. He worked. You know, he was in school. Of course, I was still in high school, but, you know, I've always been a worker. So, you know, and we we used to find time, even though we was both busy, we found time for each other. Um, (coughs) Excuse me, y'all. I got in college and I started listening to these little ratchet college folks mm. and they're like oh you're not supposed to have a boyfriend at college you're supposed to be living your best life yeah. sorry i feel like i had coffee no you're fine you're fine but so i started listening to them and like one day he would because he used to pick me up from um school like on the days that he didn't have to work or he got off work early or was going in later He'll pick me up from the college, and he'll drop me off at home and stuff. So one day he picked me up, he had took me home, and when we got to my house, you know, I broke up with him. <coughs> and he was like, and I had never broke up with anyone before. Oh, okay. So I was just like, it's not you, it's me. Of course, I used that typical <laughs> lie. Because it wasn't him. He was a Dude. great guy, you know, and... um. I broke up with him, and I never seen a guy cry before. And when he cried, it really broke my heart because I was like, "Dang, like I really felt that." Yeah. And he was like, "I really did love you," and then I was like, "I did too." But you know, listening to everybody, everybody else, else outside, yeah. <coughs> so I could say that was like that was one real love that I had. And then like after him, I dated a guy. For like seven years. And I won't say that he didn't love me, but the love wasn't like, it wasn't a pure love, you know? Yeah. That's how I feel. It wasn't pure love. Um, We had our differences for sure. Like, and it was like, I was like, you were in that sense. Like, if he need me, he would love me, you know? Yeah. So... When he needed me, things was good. But when he didn't need me, things was rocky. And it was just like, I would find ways to make sure that he needed me so that things would be good. But then I didn't realize how toxic that was, you know. Mm -hmm. That's true. (coughs) 
<coughs> see that. I feel like everybody dealt with that. I think peer pressure, no matter what, is a big thing that come in relationships, friend, like outside, not even peer pressure, just outside voices. You know, we hear so much about family being in some people's business, friends being in business. And I kind of had the same thing. I had this guy. Um, he was a really good guy. Start dating. Uh, I was actually in college. I was in my third. I was a junior when we started dating. Great. Because I was always in relationships in college. So my first freshman and sophomore year, I was in a relationship. Broke up. Literally junior year, got back into a relationship. So I was never really single in college. So my senior, my senior year in college, like... I just had my friends kind of on the like the same day like you need to be happy or it wasn't like that because I was in um I was out of state I was in Charlotte and he was in Greenville here and um I felt like it was hard for me to split my time because I was um you know I was working and then I wanted to go out with my friends and I would spend time with him so I would try to like offset weekends and this and that so then the pressure they're like no you just need to break up and I was kind of like the same thing and I did it and it was just like that so I think and you know those outside pressures and people in your ear that's why like people always say like keep your relationship your relationship and don't be telling your family because like my sister my, I'm like one of those people, if you tell me, like, you had a boyfriend, like, oh, he did something, I'm going to be pissed. But unless he does something, like, physically, like, if I see him and y'all back together, I'm just like, girl, okay. But my sister, if I tell her, oh, she dumped you. Like, my, right. like she sounds like you don't want to keep having those outside people in your relationships. Right. So, like, those things. And, I, you know, that's something I had learned, too. Like, hey to everyone that joined. Hi, y'all. That's one thing that I learned too. Like, the relationship is something like I ain't gonna say it gotta be a secret, but keep that keep it private. I was finna almost had to slip almost slip yeah. so keep it private, you know. It ain't gotta be everybody business what y'all do, what like y'all every move, that ain't gotta be everybody business. Like everything ain't meant for social media. Honestly, I feel like people put stuff on social media, like their relationships and stuff up on social media, because they want you to think that um, there's something that's more than what it is. Like people put yeah. on those personas, they like to put up like uh, paint a picture of what is really not. But like, I don't feel like social media is not the place to first of all tell any of your business. But if you is, your relationships is definitely not one of one of the places to take it to. But I, I feel like, you know, if you going through something, go through that. That's between you, your partner, and God, you know, or whoever you believe in. You know, if y'all need to bring somebody in, go seek a therapist. You know, an unbiased party. Mm-hmm. That, a licensed yeah, party. Yeah, unbiased licensed party that's not going to judge. That's going to give you and the other person the best advice possible to help y'all work it out. But when you start telling everybody your business and then it just gets... Everything just gets so misconstrued and out mm-hmm. there. And then you never know who's praying on your downfall. You might sure. be talking to somebody who you think your friend. And secretly, they praying for you and your man to break up. So now you done came and told all your business to this person. Now this person done got leverage. Mm-hmm. You know? And they already, you gave them the cheat code and you just never know. People operate like that sometimes. They really do. So, you know, you just have to... I feel like your relationship should be private. Like, you might see us, but you don't know what we got going on. Yeah. You know, 
you could speculate, but you don't know what's what, you know? Yeah. And I think there's a difference between venting and seeking guidance. Um, like we say, it's the difference, especially with relationships. Like your friends, I think your friends, your family, the people that you are close near, you know, it's okay to vent. Like, you know, you and your man just got into it. You know, you just want to talk because it's not good to hold everything in. It, it, that's fine, I think. But seeking guidance, that's when you need to pray. That's when you need to go to a therapist. That's when you need to go to somebody. Because everybody has, what they say, opinions are like, buttholes. everyone has them and most of them stink. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, um, everybody. you might ask your homegirl about what you should do about a situation. But, you know, your man might have, hypothetically... My man might have cheated on me. And I might ask Bree in the scenario. And Bree might have a history where all her ex-boyfriends are cheated. So she like, girl, break up with him, da 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 that. And it might not be the best thing right now. I'm not saying, you know, because I feel like some people do have, they could grow and they could be forgiven. But because of what her past and what she's dealt with, hypothetically, in that scenario, she's telling me one thing as opposed to I told Jane, my other friend, about it. And she's never dealt with anything like that. But she's seen us really love each other. And she might be like, stick it out Mm -hmm. so now you're confused or you know complex so it's like you know i think for guidance that's when you need to go to therapists you need to pray or you know seek that but (coughs) venting or release i like release better than venting i think for to release that's when you do need to go to your friends and have that that safety net near you and i would say this you know um i would never tell anyone oh my gosh you just need to upright leave them like what have you did to make that make the situation right? Cause you know, I'm not and don't do not take this the wrong way. I'm not by in no means condoning cheating. I'm not condoning like staying with someone after they have broken your trust and cheated on you or anything like that. But I am saying like relationships are a lot of work. Mm-hmm. No matter whether there's like Friendships, like I said, work relationships, you know, significant others, like if this is a love thing, like it's a lot of work. Whatever type of friend, whatever relationship it is, it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. You have to put work into relationships. You can't just be like, oh, we're, I got a relationship with her. Like, this is my friend. Like, even though we might be friends, like sometimes we're going to have to put in work in our friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, we ain't going to always see eye to eye on everything. We're not going to always agree with everything. But, you know, it, when you're in these different type of relationships, you should be in healthy relationships where you can come to the person and be like, hey, what you said, I don't appreciate. I don't like what you mm-hmm. said. It made me feel this type of way. Or you might have done this and it made me feel completely thrown off. Like, dang, why would you do that? Like, as a friend, we're supposed to be able to come and talk to each other. In a relationship, you definitely supposed to be able to talk to each other. With your family, you're supposed to come and talk to them. Like, hey, this is what you did. Mm-hmm. This is how it made me feel. Can we work on not ha- this ha- not happening again? You know, a person who really, who truly loves you and value who you are, value your time, your, you know, your, and they see your worth and everything, they'll be like, okay, cool. I understand. I acknowledge <laughs> that, you know, what I did hurt you. Yeah. And I'm going to try to work on that. But a person who just be like, oh, well, it is what it is. That's a dangerous person. Not a person you need in your life. That's a dangerous person right there. 
So how do you feel? So we kind of went over like the past and how our love, and it's crazy because that kind of shows you know how our love evolves. So like presently, like well, let's go is, back to the past real quick. Uh, I want to no, tell no, this story. I tell the story. So y'all, I told y'all about my my very first boyfriend. Right, he was a great guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but my very first love. The very first person I fell in love with, I fell in love with him when I was seven years old. Oh. Seven years old. Like, and it's so crazy. Like, I was just telling this story the other day at the bar. And, like, so how we met is his stepmom is my mom's, one of my mom's best friends, right? Okay. So his dad married one of my mom's best friends. And then, like, when I met him, like I said, we were young. We were seven. Like, so we used to play like house and stuff. Uh-huh. And like, we was going to get married. So one day we was like all playing like we was getting married. I was the mom. He was dad. My sisters. And I called them my cousins because it's my mom's best friend's children. So they kind of like, they are my cousins. So we was all in there. And like, we had it. We walked down the aisle and it's chain trains uh-huh. and everything. And then that was the very first time he like kissed me. And my sister went around and told us, like, oh. DJ kissed Bree, and I was uh, like, "Why would you tell don't that? Do that?" So we got in trouble. We got in trouble for that by um, my mom's best friend. I call her my auntie. We got in trouble by her. She's like, "Y'all not supposed to be in here kissing." But ever since then, like we was just like so in awe with each other, like so in love with each other. And like when we got old enough to have phones, like we was texting and calling each other. And, like, he was kind of, you know, like, how boys are in school. They they like to act out, so they get in trouble. And yeah. I was like, oh, he's a troublemaker. Like, he's just been doing what boys do, he's you know? He's just a dumb boy at that point. So, but he used to always promise me, he was like, once I graduate and get myself together and start my career, I'm going to marry you, da, 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 And I was like, yeah, okay. So he graduated a year before I did. And he went to he went off to the military. He went off to the navy when he graduated. Okay, so okay. He um he was in basic training. We kept in contact while he was in basic training, and then like um, I think I kind of hurt his feelings while he was in basic because then I started dating the guy I was with for seven years, and so I told him I was like, yeah, I kind of got a boyfriend now, da, da, da. and he was so hurt by that. So once his basic was done, he came back. You know, he came back to visit, and he showed up at my job, you know, and he was like, yeah, I'm back, da, da, da. and I was so excited to see him. So we hung out that night, we went to a basketball game and everything, and then after the basketball game, we was like sitting and talking, and he was like, you know, I told you that once I got my life together, I was going to marry you, da, da, da. and I was like, yeah. He's like, I still want to marry you. He's like, they're finna send me out to Guam, and I really want you to be my wife. Like, I'm so in love with you. Da, da, da. So we had a whole conversation. We had a whole conversation Man. about it. But I knew I was in a relationship yeah. at this time. So I was like, dang, like, we have been talking about this since we were seven years old, yeah. you know? And I was like, I really do love you. Like, you know, the idea of being your wife is not a bad idea. But I was 18. No, I was eighteen. No, I was nineteen. I was nineteen, and I was like, I don't know, you know. So he was like, "Well, I'm gonna let you think about it." I said, "Okay, well, what about this?" Because I did a lot of times, like you know, I'm with 
you know, who I was with. He was like, I know. He was like, but don't you love me? I was like, yeah. He was like, so y'all ain't been together that long. Da, 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 da. And I was like, you're right. So I was like, well, how about we get engaged? You know, we stay engaged for a year. You come back from Guam, then we get married. And he was like, okay, that'll work. That'll work. I, was, I just don't want to go to Guam right now. Like, I really, I just started school. I want to finish school. Da, da, da. He's like, okay, I understand. So the next day, they was having a going away dinner for him. And when girl, like, it was crazy because, like, when he asked me to marry him, I was like, ain't no way you, like, what? What? No. We just talked about this last night. Like, so he said I broke his heart because I told him no. When he asked me to marry him. But it was like, I'm still, I, I, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Like I wanted to be, I wanted to marry him. I did. Like I've always seen myself marrying him. And it was like always my dream to marry him. But I just wasn't ready at the time. And I was like, can you just wait? Like, mm-hmm. can you go to Guam and come back? And then, and then we, we can, can just, yeah. yeah. Like, so, long story short, like, we kept in contact with each other, but he didn't tell me that he went to Guam and got married. See, I started asking, so where is he at He now? went, okay, so oh, right now, I can't speak because I don't talk to him, so I don't know what he doing right now. <laughs> but he went and got married. Well, he wanted to get married. He wanted so, to get marriage perks. Let me tell you what happened. This is what he told me what happened. He went to Guam. He met this beautiful, lovely young lady. And um, they ended up getting pregnant. She ended up getting pregnant. So he married her so that they could live together. Because, you know, in the military, if you're not married, you can't really live together. Yeah. Race and stuff. So, and then they ended up having another kid together. So, like, and I think she already had a few of her own. So, I think, like, all together they got five kids. Dang. Um, yeah, so that's a three sixty for his life, I bet. <laughs> so I don't know if they're still married or not. I don't I don't, I don't talk to him. I don't talk to him anymore. Um But we're I still consider him a good friend. He's my first love, so yeah. That's sweet. When we blow up and then, you know, like all these people start rewatching the podcast. And if you if you're watching this, I hope you have a good life, but yeah, your very first love. You know how they be like, where was Beyonce? You know, first, you know, um, the like the guy that Beyonce would have prom with. They're like, I know he's like God. I wish I would have never like that. You know what I'm saying? So I bet he like, dang, I wish I would have never fumbled Bree. <laughs> <laughs> no, I fumbled. <laughs> I fumbled first. I should have. Well, I all things is for a reason. It just might have not been that because imagine if. You were turned into a military wife. Your life would be completely different. Yeah, I would have never met you. I probably would have never been here. Yeah, you would have never been here. You know? Yeah. But I would have got to travel and see different places and stuff. But he's not even in the military anymore, so... He's out. He's like a truck driver now. I I, I mean, that's what I heard. I don't know. (laughs) The military man, listen. I had my own military man, and... He brought, like, I wouldn't say he was my first love, but me and him, like, I would, he scarred me for military, like, forever. And he was really sweet. We met in high school, and um, 
we were always like, you know how when you have a big group of like guys and girls, everybody like they mesh together, and you might have two couples, but everybody else are single. But then like when it's like dancing or a club, it's all you always connect to your person. Yeah. And so he was like my person, I connected to whatever like that. But we never went out. We were always chilling, and um. We, it was like his birthday. So this is like our senior year of high school, whatever like that. And, um, I didn't, so he had a girlfriend, he had a baby mama. I didn't know this. Right. Mm. So, but baby mama was living like in New Bailey, which is like an hour and a half away from Greenville. Yeah. And, but he was staying with the girlfriend's mom. It, it was weird. Like they were together and like, it was weird. So, cause he had some issues with his family and it was his birthday. I remember this like crazy. It was his birthday and we had all was invited or whatever like that. And we went over there and we're having a good time. And then the girl comes home cause it's his birthday. And we're there like, we're like looking like, who is this girl? And cause she's all up over him and stuff like that. And he's like, this is my girlfriend. Now everybody's looking like, what? But no one says nothing. So my friend at the time, you know, she's a little intoxicated. So she yells. Um, no, no, no. This happened. So before, another girl was at the party that he was talking to, too. I guess the girl had touched, like, the girlfriend seen him with the other girl and went off. So they were like, she was like fighting him. So I was like, Ooh, I ain't saying nothing. Like, you. Mm. Right. So my friend was like, when we were about to leave, she was like, Sakia. Did you know he had a girlfriend? Like, loud. Because she's lit. I'm like, girl, if you don't get in this car, I'm not about to be. She ain't about to try to fight me, too. Right. So, I was like, we love. So, we stopped communicating. He ended up marrying that girl. And um, when he went out, when he went to the Army. Or, yeah, he went to the Army. And they had a kid. They got divorced. Then, when they got divorced, I was in college. So, we started talking again. And he's like, I really, really want us to, like, get together to this. Then when he was in, like, I think it was, like, one of, like, Idaho. He was somewhere in basic, like, Wisconsin, around over there. And they got divorced. He's like, I really want us to work out. We started talking for a while. He ended up getting another girl pregnant, got married to that girl, had a baby. So now he's divorced from both. He's oh, back. Wow. He's local here. And, like, we don't we don't talk that much. I mean, I see him maybe, like, a year and a half ago when I first got back down, but that was it. And I was just like, no. That's why. Yeah. So that was my horror story from military. <laughs> and you know, I don't. I don't really have a horror story because, like, I knew him before he was in the military. Yeah. So, so it's not technically like a military man. Y'all childhood. Y'all are yeah. legally already married. Technically. Yeah, we got married at seven. Like, he, I was his first yeah. wife, and we never got divorced, so yeah. we still married. <laughs> You know, <laughs> the, bonding, the kiss was the bonding contract. Yes, that was the bonding contract. So either way it go, we we never got a divorce. We still married. I just let her bar him. Oh, I did not say that. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Listen, just kidding. We got to but yeah, we story. We hope y'all have a beautiful life with y'all family. That was in the past. Yeah, that was in the past. Presently, let's go to the present. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, presently, for love for me, presently is um, I don't know, and hmm, I'm gonna let you start it off. Ooh, why me? Think about it, cause I need to think about it. Right so now. what's like? What, what what are we talking about? Like, where do we? I guess your concept of love or how you feel about love. Okay, I seen the tip now. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> 
Like, I guess the concept of it, what does it look like now as opposed to in the past Mm. for you? For me, right now, love looks like more of me loving on me. Okay. You know, Um, in the past, it's like I want to love on everybody. I want to make sure everybody, you know... Loves me, you know, so mm-hmm. I want to, I want to show that love. I want to, I want to pour out the love that I have in my heart to everyone else to show, so I can show like how much I love him. But I realized, you know, pouring out so much love and not getting a lot of love poured back into you in return can be a lot. It can be real draining. So, um, I had to learn how to like love on me a little bit more. So right now in the present, I'm really loving on me. I love it. Like I'm really loving on me. Like what's that song? I had to I had to um I had to learn how to love myself. What's it? I've been loving on me. Green Island, Oh, I can't oh I can't remember, but it, like a good song, though. it is. I mean, and like Green you gotta Island. listen, you gotta really listen to the song. Actually, let me look it up and I'm gonna tell you the name of the song, but figure it out. You really gotta like look that. up the um the lyrics to it because it's like it's it's true. Like I had to learn how to love myself, and now that I'm in love with Brie, like I don't care. Can't nobody taint this, you know. And it took a lot to get here because. You know, in the past, we deal with different things. And everything that you deal with, it affects you. Even if you don't see it, like, right off the bat, it affects you in some Mm -hmm. type of way. So, like, um, the seven-year relationship I was in, it affected me in a negative way. Because, you know, it wasn't the best relationship. It wasn't all bad, but it was not all good either. And because it wasn't all good, sometimes the bad sticks Closer than the good does because, you know, you remember the times when you're called <laughs> ugly or to remember the times when you call fat or, you know, just those words that put you down and make you doubt yourself. Yeah. And like, even if you know it's not true, if you hear something so much, you start to believe, believe it. it. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you hear, oh, you're not small enough or Oh, you getting fat or, oh, you're not pretty enough. Or if your hair isn't this way, you don't look pretty. Like, you hear that alone of time, you actually start to believe that. Mm-hmm. So, it was like, for the longest, you know, I would hear, oh, you done got, you getting bigger. You just gaining weight. Like, I've always, people who know me, like, from back in the day, know that I've always been a small. I've always been the smallest out of all my mom's kids. And, like, now I'm a little heavier, a lot of heavier than what I've ever been in my life. But I like it, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I was a skinny little pole, a skinny little stick with legs. That's it. That's all I had was legs. That's it and that's all. But now, as I became an adult, I'm starting to fill out, you know. Yeah. And I appreciate that I came into my adult body. Am I as small as I used to be? No, I'll probably never be back to a hundred pounds. The most I waited like until I got a I think I didn't start gaining my weight for real until I turned like twenty four. Mm-hmm. And like but before up until twenty four, like I was like a hundred and fifteen, a hundred and twenty at the most. <laughs> I'm double that now. Like hey, 
<laughs> but but it looks good. Like thank you. It looks good. You know, it's not something that oh my gosh, I'm just so overweight. I'm so I'm happy. No, like I like the way I look. Mm-hmm. I like the weight I put on, and like. For years, I didn't want to put on weight because I was always criticized about gaining weight or mm-hmm. this. But, yeah, I can't be a child forever. You know, when you're a child, you have a child body. When you're an adult, you have an adult body. I've grown into my adult body. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. But it's like sometimes we allow people to alter how we feel about ourselves. And nobody should be able to come in and alter how we feel about ourselves. That's true. And so, like, I feel like you have to have that real self-love in order to love someone else. Because how can you love how can you love someone else if you can't love yourself? That's true. I love that. I definitely think so. And I definitely think the perception, like, you know, you have to be strong enough to know that what someone, you know how they say, like, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words but never hurt me. But they do. They do. Mm-hmm. But you have to be strong enough to let that bounce off and let that know no matter what you might think of me is what I think of me and no matter you know like for me like I have gotten so much better but I still deal with certain things like y'all I could be um uh chilling like out I should say out in a like a bar I wouldn't say a club out at a bar or something like that and we were my friends and we're having a good time and laughing and I might see a group of people guys or girls to the right of me and they might like look our way and laugh and they might not be it might be a game of a comedy show behind me or a game or something like that and I for I used to be like I was like oh my god are they laughing at me are they looking at me and I've gotten over that, but I still have it to where it's a work in progress. So I might be like, but then I'm like, Zakia, girl, they ain't think about you. And if they were, it don't matter. So I think you, the more you continue to tell yourself, you know, I think we we talk about words of affirmation. We talk about like every like writing them down, saying the things, repeating things, and uh, words of affirmation, repeat. Um, repetition is key all those things but there but and you know if you keep saying it you'll believe it if you keep doing it it'll come a habit but also negative things um stick to you also mm-hmm. so it's just right now finding your love and loving yourself so i agree with you right now my concept of love is self-love number one and loving myself and Loving who I am and whose I am. Whose I am. Right, right. I got that from her. And I think the other one is just um, giving love equal. Like, giving love back and continuing to love. I think I, I my heart, one thing about me, and I'm not trying to, like, be um, but braggadocious or anything. But, like, I love my heart. And that's one thing. Like, I have issues. Like, I, I tend to lie. And it'd be about stupid stuff. I'll just lie. She said I and tend I mean, to lie. I do. I do. Like, my mom might be like, what time are you getting here? Knowing I'm not getting here to 2.30 and I'm going to say 2 o'clock. Or it might be like, it, it's just a hat. I don't know. I might be like, well, did I? Because I don't, it's been some things I don't say. And I'd be like, hold up, wait. Let me not tell a lie because it, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm working on it. But I know as far as like the purity of my heart and like how I feel when it comes to relationships, friendship, like my love, I love to give love. So I think for me, other than self-love, it's just continue to pour out love. But it's like when that love is dried up or you do me wrong, I'm like, 
mm-hmm. it's hard. I, I don't want to continue to like be scorned by somebody I gave love to and not be capable of giving the next person the same love. Right. And see, I'm the opposite. I have the problem. I have a problem with that. Like me and her was just talking earlier this week, and like I'm such a forgiving person. I don't forget. But I definitely forgive. I'm a forgiving person. And I don't forgive for everybody else. I forgive for me. Because if I walk... I, I'm the type of person who... I'm always playing scenarios back in my head. I'm always analyzing things. Like, my friends tell me all the time I overthink too much. I'm an overthinker. But it's just because, you know, sometimes when you don't replay stuff, you miss something that's important. Mm-hmm. So I, I sit and I replay stuff because I'm trying to make sure I'm not missing nothing important. Whether it's something that is important that's going to be like an important key to our friendship, relationship, whatever we have going on. Or if it's something that you done had me effed up and I miss <laughs> that. Like I need to go back and replay it. And um, <laughs> so like... Yeah, like, I, I replay certain scenarios, certain situations back, uh, back in my head over and over. And, like, me and her were talking because um, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to tell the situation or whatever the case may be. But um, there's a friend um, that I had that we were really good friends. And then this friend said something. And um, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way, especially in the situation that it was said towards because I was like, well, dang, like, we could have talked about that and had a conversation about that. That shouldn't have been, like, said without me being in the room or without me being present because I was a part of that situation, too. Like, that was that wasn't your story to tell. That was my story to tell. Mm-hmm. So, said person, I seen the said person um, over the past week, and when I seen this particular person, I was like, oh my gosh, hi, da, 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 da. you know, because at the end of the day, like, I'm not, I mean, I'm not mad at you anymore, but I just know how to, I know how to move when it comes yeah. to you. I'm not going to be a B to you. I'm not going to be like evil or mean or anything. If I see you out in the streets, I'm going to speak. I'm going to talk to you, but I just know where we were before is not where we are now. Yeah. And that's how I know. And she was like, girl, you had me thinking this was arch enemy. And I don't see you give this person a hug. Now, you know, I'm thinking that um, we, every time we see this person, we need to fight on sight. And I was like, she's like, you that type of friend that be recanting and don't be telling people. (laughs) And I'm like, no, it's not that. It's just like, for me. I've I've already dealt with the situation, you know. I dealt with it. I came to terms with it. I done spoke my piece about it. It is what it is. You know, I acknowledge the part that I played in it. I apologize for the part I played in it. And at the end of the day, it just is what it is. We ain't buddy-buddy tight like we used to be. But if I see you, I'm not going to be rude and not speak and not hold conversation. It's just... I know how to deal with you and on the level to deal with you with. And that's just that, you know. And then nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that at all. Because I definitely was like. She was like, girl. Oh, girl. Now, you done made me. He on, the, the, pers- the person's on the the ex list in the <laughs> trash. Okay. But when she explained it to me, I was like, you right. You know, whatever like that. And, um. 
it's down it. I was just like, yeah. But every, you know, yeah, I, mean, I was like, girl, nah. She showcased for me. She was like, now you that type of friend that I don't like. Because you be re-kitting. You be kidding. And now I'm sitting up here looking crazy. Because da da And I'm like, girl, listen. I don't really fool with these people like this. But... It's my job to be nice to people. Yeah, you're going to have to do this. It's you know, like, it's my job to be nice to people because that's how I make my money. So, I'm going to be nice and I'm going to get this money. But I already know, like, I remember what you did. Yeah. I ain't forget. I ain't dumb. So, you might have forgot, but I didn't forget. Mm-hmm. I don't hold grudges. But, baby, I'm going to tell you. When I tell you I forgive you, just know I have... Completely and only forgave you. I done let it go. I done prayed about it. I done, if I had to cry about it, I done cried about it. I done got over it. When I forgive you, I forgive you, but I ain't forgot. So don't try to play me again because I'm in my head. I always going to remember what you did the first time. That's one thing about me. I ain't going to never forget. I forgive, but I don't forget ever. That's true. <laughs> ever. But that's true. And people got to understand that. I think some people take advantage of love, like the love that you have for them. And, but sometimes love isn't enough. It's not. It's not. And I was a person that always felt like love was always enough. Like, it might not, he might not treat you right. He might not do this. He might not whatever like that. Or this friend might not be doing what they're supposed to be doing. But I love them and I care about them. But it's sometimes it's not a love. It's not. All the time is not enough. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Like, I used to be that person. I'd be like, oh, I love them. So just because we love each other, love conquers all. Love is supposed to conquer all, but love is just not enough. It's okay. not enough. Like, I can love you till the wheels fall off. I ain't going to say to death. I can love you to life. You know, I can love you to life till the wheels fall off. But you got you to gotta love me just as much as I love you. Just me loving you ain't going to do it. You got to love yourself, first of all. That's the first and foremost. If you don't love yourself, don't even step to me. Don't even look at me because I don't. I can't love you for, me, for you and for mm-hmm. me. Like, I just can't. That's too much to put on any person. I can't and I ain't doing that. So you got to love yourself first. And for two, you got to be willing to put in the work. And not just say, oh, I love you, but you got to really be willing to go into the ringer with me. Like, this is not just (laughs) a little thing. Like, I'm speaking on relationships right now. This work. Mm -hmm. This is work. You can't just say, oh, I love you and think just because you telling me you love me that it's going to be cool. No, because guess what? Just like you told me you love me, the next person that's in my inbox saying the same thing. So. Okay. Church. Do you okay? You love me, but what else? What else are you willing to do? Are you willing to go through the the trenches with me? Are you willing to see me at my worst? You know, see me and accept me and love me at my worst. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like I, that song that um, what's her name? Queen Nyjah. Um, can you love me naked? Uh-huh. Like, I want to know if you can love me naked and not mm-hmm. physically naked. Like, can you love me at my at my purest of pure um, moments? Can you love me through all my flaws and my imperfections? Can you do that? Because I'm not perfect. You know, despite what you see right now, 
I'm not perfect. I got my flaws. I'm, I'm an overthinker. I already know that. I go back and forth about a decision for, for, for the longest until I feel like I made the best decision about it. So can you love me through my, um, what's that word? Um, indecisiveness. Can you love me through my indecisiveness? Can you love me past the pain that I've been through, past the trauma that I've been through that? And all that I've been through. Can you love me? Can you love me through all that? Sometimes I don't have the best attitude. Can you love me through my my messed up attitudes? Like I need a person who can love me not only when everything's good, but when things ain't good, when they're bad, I need you to love me too. How do you handle confrontation? And you know what? I have a friend. And I appreciate this friend because this friend taught me, has taught me a lot, you know. And um, one time we were having a conversation and um, I think I had, may have said something that I didn't realize I said. Mm-hmm. And this particular friend didn't like what I said or something. I think I even said or did something and the friend didn't like it. So when we had a conversation, they were like, okay, so this is what happened. And I appreciate your efforts behind it. And I understand what you were trying to do, but don't do that no more. Because yeah. this, that, and other. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Come to me and tell, put me in my place when, I, when I'm doing wrong, you know, or not yeah. even doing wrong, or is this something like, you know, I ain't probably realize I probably because I'm like that overprotected type person. Like when I love you and I I care about you, like I'm gonna be overprotected over you. So as some stuff come down, I'm gonna be like, uh uh-uh, uh, you know. Yeah. I'm be the first to step in and say something, but if I'm overstepping, let me know. Yeah, boundaries. But that's that's the purity of love. It kind of going on what you spoke about. Like, don't just say you love me in what. And that's so funny because I'm going to tell y'all what happened. I got so stuck yesterday. So yesterday, I'm getting ready for work. It's about like 6.30 or whatever like that. I'm getting ready to go to work. And me and this guy, we have been off and on. And um, he's the older guy. He's the, this is the guy. This is the guy. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I'm like, this is the guy. And um, we have been off and on for a minute now. And he he's a type. When he's going through things, he shuts down. Not just from me, from his friends. Because me and his friend have really, uh, we've grown close. Me and his best friend. And he'll tell me, like, you know, like, I'm trying to get, he won't even talk to me. Like, he just blocks everything out. And that's not healthy. But I've dealt with him for so much now. Like, I kind of know, like, okay, he's going through. And I am I just, all I can do until he's ready to grow into talking to people is just be there. But, ooh, Sorry kind of hit in the face but anyways uh we were um on the phone so he had a funeral yesterday he went to and um back home so he had a funeral i know he's going through things blah blah, blah. so i like sent him this long message just like i know you're not one to want to talk i know you're hurting and i know you're ready to shut everybody off but i'm here if you need me so he calls me um later on he's like i'm gonna come home be home later tonight i'm gonna come up to see you um or whatever like that after the funeral so i'm like okay cool so he's like i really appreciate the text he's like I don't, I'm not ready to talk, but I appreciate you being there for me. I was like, cool. He said, all right, bye. I love you. And I was like, bye. And I got the phone. 
And, but listen, I think he's a sweet guy. I think he cares about me, but we're not there yet. Yeah. And I think he's going through a lot of emotions. And he felt like, dang, like she really cares. And I don't, I'm not saying that his love you wasn't pure and wasn't genuine. I just think it's not, we're not ready right now because we're still going through some shit. Like me and him personally. But I'm the type where I could put the personal behind when you're going through something. Like me and you could have fell out. But if you go and you like, Z, I need you. I'm going to just put that in behind and we'll pick back up right there. But I say that just to say this, like the love thing, like, like you said, like I care about him and I appreciate him telling me that. But you're not doing the things that you're supposed to be doing. To make me feel like I need to say it and I want to say it back. Mm. So that's why I'm at crazy. So do you think, because he could have been saying I love you as a friend. Like, and I well, love she you. could have been. And I'm like, maybe. And But that's the first time he's ever said that. So that's why I'm like so stuck. Mm. Because I will say, like, I, I don't know for a fact. But about a week ago, we were on the phone, and like I'm like I like no matter who my friends, my family, like I my when I got the phone, my mom, my sisters, my friends, I'm like, bye, I love you, and and they don't say it back, and I hang up. I will call them back and be like, I'm, I said I love you, <laughs> like I, I genuinely will. Like you just never know. So like a week ago, we were on the phone, and I was like, all right, I'll talk to you later, baby. And he was like, all right, baby. I love- and then he's like, all right, bye. And I feel like, so he, but he never, but I, I sense he wanted to, but he didn't. And so he said, and I'm like, hopefully he sent it as a friend because it's like, I care about the man and I do. But right now, like we have to get, you, you need to be doing other things. Like I don't want to worry about the love. I want to worry about a friendship. So maybe he was talking to me as a friend. Could have been talking to you as a friend. If he, if right. he watches this, cause he usually watch all our podcasts later, later date, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, because I'm that friend, and I'm always, right before I get off the phone, I'm like, okay, I love you. Like, I tell everybody that I love you, because you never know. You know, tomorrow's not promised. But, you know, I do get where you're coming from, too, because, like, I'm not just saying I love you to any man, you know. Yeah. I'm not just doing that. Like, it really has to mean that and come from the bottom of my heart. If I tell you I love you, like, mm-hmm. I, there's a real spot in my heart that... That's real soft for you. And mm-hmm. I really do love you. And, like, don't don't take that for granted. But I'm not just going to tell, like, any, anybody. Yeah, yeah, like, not on that level. Now, like, my friends, I like you said, I am like, okay, I love you. Bye. Yeah. You know, like, love y'all. See y'all later. Like, even, like, last night I was leaving um, Red, you know, because, you know, I was out there last night. And when I got ready to walk out the building, I was like, okay, y'all, bye. I love y'all. And the security, I was like... Oh, you must be drunk. You telling us you love us. And I was like, no, I always tell my workers I love them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> every time I walk out the door, I'd be like, okay, bye, y'all. Love y'all. Like, y'all just knew. Y'all don't know that. Like, but this yeah, is the like, thing. You, like, you're used to this. You knew this. Right. And so, no, like, I, it was just like, you know, I feel like that is important, like, to, to, Give your flowers to people while you can mm-hmm. because you never know. Like, tomorrow's not promised us. The next minute, not promised us. Like, the next month's not promised us. So, while I have the chance, I'm going to give my flowers. Like, I love you. I'm going to tell you I love you. Like, I'm trying not to hold grudges, trying not to live in anger because all of that just shortens your time. Like, mm-hmm. and then while you angry and holding grudges at everybody else, they leaving out and moving on as if their life ain't ain't they nothing bothering them. So 
I definitely agree. And that's the thing. And it's, cause it is funny because I was talking to um, the security guard last night when I was leaving. And we were talking about... Um, <coughs> Like, I and he was just like, you just been quiet tonight. And we were really, really busy. And I was like, but he was like, you're happy now. I was like, yeah, I'm happy because everybody go. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know, I don't take the job. No matter if it's my full-time job or my part-time job, I don't take it home with me. I let it go. He's like, I was, he's like, no, like if, a, if a someone, like a drunk person or someone pisses me off, like I'm pissed off for the rest of the night. And I was like, you gotta let that go. Like mm-hmm. it's not worth it or whatever. So I guess the last part of this would be, cause we're coming up on our hour for future. Like, what do you, um, look at as far as love in your future or mm-hmm. the concept of that you want love? Um, for me, it's a it's a kid and it's a family. But I'm not saying I feel like I gotta have it to be loved. But I'm at that point where like I love my family and but I'm the baby. So like all my siblings, they have their own kids, they have their own family, they all have their own thing. But we still do. I'm very family oriented. But like I'm ready to have not yet like future like couple years like future. But I'm ready to like get to finding my person and uh, I feel like right now as far as friends I'm in a good position where I have had so many new people come into my life that I genuinely love and that genuinely shows me love so as far as friendships I am in an abundance of love season um so I feel like the next will be finding that relationship and that love and having and showing our love by producing a kid um well, everybody know I want kids. Yes. <laughs> so, but I'm probably going to get two or four, but I want six. Um, but for me, it's like, I just want somebody that gets me. You know, I don't want to necessarily say love me because once you get to know me that love is going to come yeah. anyway because because of who and this is not me being boastful or anything this is just me being confident in who I am and stating the facts like I've never met a soul who did not fall in love with me like I love that I just haven't <laughs> like and it's because I have such a welcoming spirit my heart is so pure that like Everybody that I come in contact with, they just love them some Brie. And I love that. You know, I love that. Um, so I just want to find some, well, I ain't even going to say fine. Like, I just want the right people in my life that is for me and not against me. And um, I want, I do want a family. I want a family. I want a kid. I want a husband. I want... Not just the husband, though. I want my husband to be my best friend, my partner, my prayer partner, my, you know, if I need a shoulder to cry on, I can come to you and cry, and you can be there for me, like, my supporter, my motivator, like, all of that, because I'm going to be all of that for you, and, like, and once that person is in my life, I know the love is going to follow. I love that. Yeah. Well, good. I think we had a... This was a good episode. This was a good episode. We didn't have a lot of people that, like, kind of just tuned in with us today. But I get it because we 
kind of been all over the place, but we will come through this week with an announcement once we kind of figure out our schedules as far as trying to get a set time again and get consistency. But regardless or not, we love you guys and we appreciate so, so, so much the support. And we're going to keep continue to do what we need to do to continue to want you guys to support us. And tell a friend, tell a friend that Girls Talk Let's Talk season two. We're back. We're better. We're about to start having more guests once we get everything figured out because I know y'all are missing that. Some more conversations. And let us know what you guys want to hear also. And that song that I was talking about is called Self Love by Jason Lyric. Y'all need to go listen to that. Future.